So we're, we're projecting uh, this year to be at half a million dollars. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We've got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. What is going on, guys? My guest today is Jared Robin. If you haven't heard of this guy, you will. He's building a very cool community for revenue professionals called RevGenius.com. He's a 15-year sales veteran, and he started the business back at the beginning of the pandemic, bringing it to now over 15,000 sales, marketing, and RevOps pros in just under a year time based in Brooklyn, New York. Jared, you ready to take us to the top? (laughs) Let's do this, Nathan. This is impressive. You've done all this over the past 18 months, huh? Yeah, yeah, maybe even less. More like, jeez, uh, last June is when we registered the Slack, June second, uh, twenty twenty, and uh, it was just Galen and myself. But I, I, I was going out at full time without a job, so no, no money coming in for the beginning. Typical entrepreneur well, story. Well, but that's the start. So your start was not a website. It was not a Facebook group. It was you registered a Slack yeah. community. Yeah. I mean, if you want to really go to the start of it, it was a chat on LinkedIn that broke 38 of the first members of Rev Genius's LinkedIn every day, multiple times per day until they said, Jared, can you bring us to Slack? Jared and Galen, can you bring us to Slack? We're like, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, we just need 24 hours. I know it takes 15 minutes to register for Slack, but we need like terms and conditions and rules and stuff because this is going to get crazy so i took uh i took the night to write that up or or borrow them from somewhere i forget where but you get the idea so what is the product today is it a free slack group free slack group uh the business model is sponsorships okay i mean give me in your head a little bit how do they sell the last sponsor paid you how much and what are they paying for yeah, so so the, the the typical sponsor pays anywhere from nine um, k a quarter to a hundred k plus a year, depending on the amount of programming, um, as well as exclusivity, et cetera. Right, like uh, category exclusivity or, um, or 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 you know so, something to that effect, and they're paying for events, access to our community, and you know, access to the Slack, you know, the thought process is there's other communities out there. There's some great communities and, and the sponsorship model isn't new. And typically they, 
we're aligned with events and they still are. And, and we're doing that too, but also, you know, our thought process is when we, when we do it by the quarter, it builds more trust with our community. Like we're not just, you know, having 300 sponsors with 300 events and just and, and doing that. Like, and it also allows us to see what we could do with our Slack group, you know, see what kind of engagement we can get outside the events because we're talking right now, like, you know, if you're talking about rad product A, B, or C, um, you don't need to go to an event to get an SQL, right? You don't need to go to an event to, to get something like that. So like, you know, typically and traditionally, it's very cut and dry. Like, hey, you have an event. Here's 100 people. Here's 200 people. Um, here are your leads. Email your leads. Not saying that we don't do that, but having like a couple events over a quarter um, or, or more allows the intertwining in the community a bit more. And, and, you know, more, um, you know, putting it out there that we're partnered with SaaS company, A, B, or C. So, Jared, just to jump in, I mean, you have tons of partners also on your homepage, Gong, you know, Sincari, Livestorm, et cetera. You also do great yep. things like with your shop and swag, right? So, like, who do you use for yeah. these RevGenius stickers and the hats and the shirts? Who, who, do, who do we use for it? Uh, yeah. right, now we use, right now, we use Printful for it, if you're familiar. Yeah. They have uh, a nice easy integration. Super yeah, Print, Print, Printful has been on the show. They're doing over $100 million a year in revenue, uh, $75 million is e-commerce. They have a SaaS play on the back end as well. So go check them out. But that's Printful. Now you're onboarding for the community is you click a button, goes to an Airtable form, and then yep. I, I assume it goes right into the Slack. Is that, is that the flow at most? Everything happens in Slack? Yeah, so, so that's the flow. It also gets uh, onboarded into an email sequence uh, to help you there. Uh, we, we have... Typeform and Airtable. You know, it's funny that you said uh, the Airtable because we're, we're going all to Typeform just to, Why to is make that? it uniform. A little better experience. That's all. I mean, from a Zapier integration standpoint, you know, our, from, from a backend standpoint, we have like Airtable as our lightweight database. We have Google, you know, if you want to go there, uh, query, um, you know, is bigger. And then that goes into HubSpot and all of that. But uh, Type is just fluid it's easy to use and it's an easy tell experience. me jared a lot of people with events the re or with communities where they struggle are things like live events because it's a lot of work to schedule the guests schedule them get your audience there you don't want to mass email your whole list every single day or sometimes you have july 29th i see three events you can't market all three events with three emails to the same list each day you get unsubscribed so hey, you're using it looks like a tool called lu.ma to manage the events how do you decide who to invite and manage this attendance rate yeah, and we also use Livestorm uh, to manage the events. So, so there's two different things. Like the sponsored events are on Livestorm. Uh, Luma is an aggregator. LU.MA is uh, Luma. It's an aggregator for Zoom events and things to that effect. And we use active campaign and segmentation in there to, to help target the right audiences at the right time. Um, yeah, and, and we post in our social networks and... You know, why do you use point. why do you use Livestorm for the sponsored and Luma for the Zoom events? Because so so it's really more like Livestorm versus Zoom, and the reason why is it's a cleaner UI. It integrates better with all of our systems. You know, Zapier integrations with everything. We have a yeah, and and um, it's a super clean landing page there. And ironically, like in, in some events, we need Zoom. So two main things. When we use Zoom, it's like a round table. You could have 10, 15, 20, 25, and you all are speakers there. And that's a certain purpose. Now, Livestorm tends to be more of a presenter type model where it's Q&A on the right side. 
ask questions, share things, etc., like that. So it's it's more geared for a presentation, live storm, whereas Zoom, at least our viewpoint, is more geared for a conversation. So that's mm-hmm. that that's how we differentiate. Interesting. And just to be clear, like if I register for this July 28th event, which is, which is, you know, today revenue jobs at 6 PM Eastern with Holly, Madison, Chris, and you, um, and I opt in on the Luma landing page for this, will Luma take care of like the auto reminders? Like, Hey, we're starting in five minutes. Or do you have to write all those custom yourself? So they have a default one. So they'll send an auto email. What's cool about Luma as well is you could put a clubhouse link and have a scheduling platform for that. So that's what's really cool. Uh, cool story about Luma. They turned down Y Combinator. Little quick story. Uh, they just raised $3 million on their own. So they're they're coming up. They're also building a community feature functionality. Surprise, surprise. And awesome solopreneurs like Justin Welsh are already on it using it. So super cool. Um, and they're and, and, and man, you know, we've explored everything as you can imagine. So we've thought that way as well. And we're opting uh different evolution but luma is great it's great and it's growing yeah this is i'm trying to build there's people listening right now that want to build their own communities that already have a yep. SaaS business and so i'm trying to reverse engineer your tech stack so luma for events yep. uh live storm if it's like a presenter style event zoom if it's like a roundtable style event who are you using for your job board yeah so for job board we um we use job board fire okay so job board fire we, they came onto our radar because MakerPad was using them. MakerPad since has turned away. Um, another awesome one, if, if you want to talk reverse engineering, is palette.xyz. Mm-hmm. Uh, the difference is jobs.revgenius.com. I have job board fire. I can't do that with palette. So I, you know, we can we get uh, you can't do a subdomain. Right. And and one of the benefits of job board fire, and I'm I'm giving an awesome plug to uh, an awesome founder, why not? Is it it uh it indexes really well on Google. We get some nice job traffic from Google. Like if you Google Rev Genius or, or one of the jobs in particular, it's it 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 comes up like really clean, like a Google Jobs thing. Interesting. Yeah. So like for example, one of your listings, it's a BDR manager at Elite Gaming Live. So like if sure. I was in the market and I searched on Google BDR manager at gaming company your results going to come up high and nicely. They're doing the indexing for you, the question schema for Google search. It, it, it comes up better than uh, anything we built ourselves. And we tried to build it on Webflow and we did. We, 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 yeah. we, we took a, a model somebody else did. We got a, a quick and easy developer on Webflow to build it. We connected it with Typeform to enter jobs, Stripe to get payments. And, uh, and it worked well. Uh, we opted for this because it was out of the box. And we also didn't want to maintain it, right? We're a team of four. Like we, we were able to build it. And we're like, oh, geez, uh, maintaining it might be a, a little bit of a hassle. So yeah. Yeah. This makes a lot of sense. Okay. This is really helpful. Talk to me just about the economics of this. You started this again from your Brooklyn, like basically spot, right? Like a year and yep. a half ago. How many people are now full-time on the team? Yes, we have four full-time. So uh, I started this from my East Village spot since moved in with my girlfriend uh, in Brooklyn. I am in a co-working space now in Brooklyn, moving on up the world. Four people team, bootstrapped. Okay. Um, you know, we're, we're making we're making livable wages. It's it's still startup, but um, wait, Jared, give me the number there. I'm curious. I mean, in 2020, a, a tough year yeah. for everyone. You probably had a lot of partners. How much revenue did you guys do total in the year? So we're, we're projecting uh, this year to be at half a million dollars. 
And what'd you do last year? Sponsor revenue. Oh, we just started last year. So um, I, I think oh. the number is like 80 to a hundred grand, something like that. But dude, the first year for a community, that's a big, that's a big deal. I mean, congratulations. We, we, we only took money the last quarter of last year, uh, the last half, maybe, but like the last three months were like when we were consciously taking money. And what yeah. I mean by that is like, others are like, Oh, you do this and that. And, uh, like, okay. And just, and, and just to be clear, the 500 grand this year, that's mainly from sponsors. It's free for members. Yep. yep it's free for members. Uh, we, we have, we have nominal, uh, job board charges. If you want to have a promoted event, uh, I'm sorry, promoted job, we charge a hundred bucks for 30 days. Uh, we charge a thousand dollars, uh, for a newsletter feature, for instance, for 30 days as well. You know, it's and, and how many, how many clicks would that, like, I get all your emails, like your one, two days ago is like AOA, ask off anything or rev ops for the win, or yeah. everyone can learn marketing. So this, how much, how many emails, how does this go out to how many people? Uh, it goes out to our membership and then some, so like, um, geez, we, 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 we probably have 12 to 15,000, um, email subscribers. Obviously there's some unsubscribers in there. And, and how many will show up? Like you market in this particular email, Let, let's see, what are you marketing here? At the top, you're marketing at the top a roundtable, marketing for everyone, which happened on July 13th. How many people showed up for that roundtable? Yeah, we typically get around 200 people um, wow. for, for the events, like like 150 to 200. Um, we're, you know, we're thinking about, you know, in the beginning, we're like, oh, numbers are everything, and and, and it sounds great. Not always. We, no, we're we're going to be focusing in in you know for, from a metric standpoint making sure we have an ICP metric, like with that, sure, there's a numbers, like mass numbers, but also what percentage are in the ICP? Yeah. Like, like how, how can we help the sponsors really target um, their potential users? And, and, and how many sponsors will pay you a dollar, at least a dollar this year? Would you say like a 10, 20, 50, 100? How many sponsors will pay us at least a dollar? Uh, 20 plus. So like 20, um, 20 to 40. Uh, but, yeah. but, you know, we, that, that's that's the difficult finesse like we want to work <laughs> with a lot of people but we also want to be conscious um and, and finesse not have like two competing companies working at the same time as often as possible there's some finesses around that so there are some limitations you know being a sponsor driven model versus like an advertising model where you can do programmatic and and do all that uh but in time in time Jared, Jared, last question. There was a big bidding war for Max Altucher and, and the sales hacker community back between yep. Kyle Porter at Sales Often, Manny Medina at Outreach back when that happened. Obviously, Manny yep. and Outreach ended up winning and that, that's who acquired them. I imagine, like, look, Henry just acquired Chorus, right? Uh, Gong yep. is, is probably, you know, one of them is going to make a community play eventually and you're going to be the one they approach to acquire. How do you think about that? I'm, I'm blessed. I'm excited. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. And I think that we have a massive opportunity still ahead of us to execute on. So I'm, that, I'm thick, it was I'm, so such a good answer. You you have planned the shit out of that answer. That was so smooth. Like like as I, I I'm a founder, man. IPO is the goal. Like no matter how stupid that sounds, like that's where we're going. And uh, yeah. and and and, and the, when you, when you're doing a TAM audience, just Google sales, Google. LinkedIn sales, you have 60 million people like, ah, like, yeah, it, it's so big. We have to heads down and go for it. And, um, and, and appreciative of the opportunities that come along the way. What would you value the business at today? $10 million. 
And that was quick. You've thought of that. Why is it the right number? That's, um, you know, let's look at other, other communities in the space. You just see uh, Pavilion did a great job raising 25 million. I don't know what the valuation was. You could take some educated guesses there. Um, revenue, all of that. Um, that's not for me to, to decide on, but 15,000 members, they're at five, six. Um, you see other communities at different numbers. And um, that plus TAM, plus revenue that we have, plus um, our projected next year, or, or you know, <laughs> where, where I've arrived at that. Like, I'm, I'm pragmatic, but I also realize, um, you know, there, there, there's a little bit of a speculation with that, right? Of course, yeah. Well, hey, look, this is all good stuff, man. Let's wrap up here with the, actually, real quick, podcast. How many downloads each episode getting in the first six weeks of live usually? We, we, we put tabled uh, the podcast going out uh, because oh, okay. we're just focusing on other things right now. So I, I don't have those off the top of my head. That's not. Makes sense. Yeah. Let's wrap up with a famous five. Favorite book. Uh, oh my gosh. The Presence Process by Michael Brown. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? I love uh, Cortland of Indie Hackers. He's awesome. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building Rev Genius besides the ones you already mentioned? MakerPad's been inspirational, but I didn't really use it to build it. Um, favorite tool for building. I'm gonna say I'm gonna still say MakerPad or Indie Hackers, just from an inspiration standpoint. Number four: How many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, believe it or not, probably six. Okay, that's good. In situation, married, single, kiddos, uh, girlfriend. Okay, it's no kids. And how old are you? Thirty-eight. 38, Jared. Last question. What do you wish you knew when you were 20? Oh my gosh. Uh, not to leave Seamless Web for FedEx. I was at Seamless Web before two acquisitions. I left after three months because I hated cold calling. And then ironically, seven years later, I got back into it. But yeah. Guys, mark my words. Rev Genius will sell for a very large number in the next two years. Jared doesn't know it yet, but like Henry at Zoom Info and like a meet from Gong or Pete like hell to take or Kyle from Sales Up. We will see what happens. Regardless, though, he's got his eyes on the prize. He's building a great community, working with 20 sponsors, 15,000 RevOps professionals in his community, building job orbs, building uh, great events every single day. We will see what happens next. Jared, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you. Thank you for your time.